Welcome to Jiva Mukti Yoga with Jessica Stickler. I know we're still welcoming a, a bunch of new listeners. So welcome to the new listeners out there. And for you steady, steadfast listeners, thank you for s- staying with me. Um, if you've ever thought about attending teacher training, now's the time. Uh, Jiva Mukti Yoga teacher training is happening in Costa Rica, June 1st to June 29th. So it's a full month, intensive, immersive experience. I will be on the faculty there with tons of other amazing Jiva Mukti teachers from around the world. This training is very comprehensive. You're going to learn Sanskrit, you're going to go deep into anatomy. You'll learn about the philosophic texts as well as sequencing and assisting and all of the tools that you'll need to be able to teach. Although I know lots of people who have attended the teacher training, not with the intention to teach, but with the intention to go deeper into the practice and learn a bit more of the foundations of it and the depth of it and the breadth of it. So if you're interested in attending teacher training, go to jivamuktiyoga.com for more information or feel free to send me a message. You can direct message me on any of my socials and I'd be happy to answer any questions you might have. Also, go ahead and find me on social media. My handle across the board is yoga stickler. So find me, friend me, add me, etc. And if you have any questions, not only about teacher training, but about this podcast or anything like that, please feel free to reach out. Uh, Thank you so much. And here is your podcast. Okay, so uh, if you would like to follow along in the book, I'm on page 18, uh, third one from the top there, so Bhagavad Gita, Roman numeral 3, and then followed by a number 21. Don't panic. <laughs> it's way too early to panic. <laughs> I know it looks like a lot of words there, but it's not so bad. Start line by line, call and response, back and forth. Yad yad acharati shrestas. Yeah. 
धर एवतारो जाना सायत प्रमाणम कुरुते लोकस्थान अनुवार्तते यार अचार तीशेष्टास Tad-tad evetaro janaha Sayat pramanam kurute लोकस्थार अनुवार्तते Together यार अचारति श्रेष्ठस तत्तर एवेतारो Janaha Sayat Pramanam Kurute Lokastad Anuvatate Good job. Wow. And as my Sanskrit teacher says at the end of something like that, she says, okay, now, just forget everything. Let Om erase everything that just happened. Om. <clears throat> She's a very clever teacher. She, she realizes that when we're learning new things, especially difficult new things, that there's a tendency to bring about a little bit more tension. So tension sometimes rises when we're learning new or difficult things. And she's just trying to get us to relax. So after we learn a very difficult verse or a difficult, you know, passage or something like that, she, she's like, okay, now relax. <sighs> <Right>? <clears throat> so a great person leads by example, setting standards that are followed all over the world. A great person leads by example. So the idea is to lead with your, with your actions, right? Let your life be your message. I've heard that one once or twice before somewhere. <laughs> um, so if you've been around Jiva Mukti like more than once or maybe a handful of times, you probably know that we, uh, we really care about the animals here, right? And uh, we have a thing about the animals. 
And uh, Sharon, over the course of the years, has, has shared with us her practice of feeding the birds. Now, it, it is a wonderful practice. And, but the idea is that even if, even if for you, it's not literally feeding the birds, even if for you it's taking some small action that represents the sort of uh, the that represents sort of moving in the direction of the world you would like to see, right? And and that that small action, whatever it is that you choose to do, that small action starts to sort of grow, right? First, when I first heard Sharon talk about feeding the birds, I said, okay, well let me give that a try, and you know, gave it a little try, and then. Slowly, I was like, well, I, I've been feeding the birds in the park, but maybe I should get like a bird feeder and hang it outside for the birds to come to. And, that, and now, whoa, now it's like multiple feeders. Now I'm like, should I get little houses too? Like, what should I do next? You know, so the action in and of itself starts to grow and give rise to more and more action. It starts to expand in all directions. That, that one little seed of action, pun intended. Um, <laughs> and, and it starts to also influence the others around you, right? Um, at first, no, don't worry. At first, they'll be like, that's quirky. <laughs> but then your friends and associates and colleagues will be like, oh, I know this person who does this really cool, positive thing, and let me try it, or, you know, let's do it together, something like that. So, not only is your action growing and, you know, changing and expanding over time, but you're also having a positive effect, positive influence on those around you, whether or not you know it. And, uh, oh, so anyway, the idea is positive action. But speaking of birds, <laughs> I have a short reading about, uh, about one bird in particular, but about uh, how, how nifty birds are. So, uh, bear with me. We'll get moving soon. I have come to New Chalcedonia to see what is arguably, arguably the world's smartest bird, the New Chalcedonian crow a member of the common but uncommonly intelligent corvid family. Corvids are all the crows and crow-related crow birds, okay? It's a bird species made famous by a wizard of a bird named 007, who became a star in 2014 when his speedy solution to a challenging eight-step puzzle was captured on film. The puzzle consists of eight separate stages, each made of various special chambers and toolboxes containing sticks and stones all laid out on a tabletop. To win the cube of meat in the final special food chamber, the bird is not, I'm a vegetarian, the bird is not vegetarian. I don't know what to do about that, but just bear with me. It, you know, there's a little bit of talk of meat in it, okay? <laughs> Content warning. Uh, to win the cube of meat in the final special food chamber, he had to work out the puzzle's special steps in, or, in a proper order. In the video, a dark and handsome, her words, not mine, handsome bird flies into view, settles on a perch, and takes a few moments to scope the situation. 
Then he flutters up onto a branch that holds a stick hanging from a string, the first step of the puzzle. He pulls up the stick, one string length at a time, until he can grasp the stick with his beak. He drops down from the perch to the tabletop, hops over to the food chamber, and uses the stick to poke into the food chamber's deep horizontal hole to try to collect the treat. But the stick is too short. So he uses it instead to retrieve three stones from three separate boxes. Three separate boxes. It's important. Uh, he, then he drops them one at a time into a hole at the top of a chamber containing a long stick balanced on a seesaw. The weight of the three stones tilts the seesaw inside the box, releasing the longer stick, which the bird takes back to the food chamber to lever out his treat. It's an astonishing process, and it takes the bird all of about two and a half minutes to complete. The, you can see this video, by the way, on YouTube. You can look, yeah. You can see the bird doing it. The really clever part is this. The eight-stage puzzle requires the understanding that a tool can be used not just to get at food directly, but to get at another tool that will help access the food. Spontaneously aiming a tool at an object that's not food, but deemed useful to secure another tool, is known as meta-tool use. It suggests that crows have an abstract understanding of what a tool does. The task also demands working memory, the ability to keep in mind facts or thoughts and manipulate them over a short time, a few seconds or so, while solving a problem. Working memory is what allows us to remember what we're looking for when we scan a bookshelf for a particular title. Sometimes that doesn't always happen, right? <laughs> Why did I come into this room? <laughs> uh, or to recall a phone number while we pull out a piece of paper to write it down on. It's a vital component of intelligence, which this crow seems to possess in spades. So come forward onto hands and knees. Press back to a downward-facing dog. I do want to mention, I love learning about animal behavior, animal science. I, lo I just love it. Uh, and I love learning about uh, animal intelligence. I, I will say this, though. There is a danger. There is a danger in, even though I'm telling a story about the crow's intelligence, it doesn't mean that intelligence or cuteness or you know, our other sort of human preferences should dictate who is, uh, who is granted our compassion or not, right? So intelligence shouldn't be the measure by which the birds are uh, beneficiaries of our compassion, okay? Um, that having been said, it's very interesting to learn how, uh, how different animals, you know, exist and their behaviors and their interesting lives, you know? Walk the feet forward towards the hands and fold forward over the legs. And also not to underestimate other beings, human 
or otherwise. Um, because, you know, we, we're learning more and more about animal intelligence, not, you know, studies aren't coming out being like, you know, dolphins aren't as smart as we originally thought. <laughs> Instead, what's coming out is more and more evidence of intelligence and co complex behavior and, uh, you know, sort of, you know, animals dream and, and all of this interesting stuff. So, so if anything, it was probably our f limitation to see these uh, qualities in other beings, right? Uh, not the beings themselves. I hope that makes sense. I got on a little tangent there. Separate the feet as wide apart as the width of the mat. Bend the knees and come into a deep squatting position, hands together at the center of the chest. Even though we're squatting down, try to lift up a little taller through the crown of the head. The eyebrows will definitely help. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're way too small to help you now. Bring the hands to touch the floor. Raise the hips up and fold forward over the legs. Heel toe the feet together. Bring the hands on to the waist. And then with an inhale, lift all the way up to a standing position. Take a big step forward so you're standing towards the front of the mat there. Join the legs, join the feet together. Arms alongside the body, gaze straight ahead. Preparing now for sun salutations, Surya Namaskar. With the inhale, reach the arms all the way up overhead. Hands pressed together, look upwards. Exhale, fold forward over the legs. Hands touch the floor even if you need to bend the knees to do it. Inhale, look forward. Exhale, hop or walk back to Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale, exhale, four, inhale, exhale, five, bend the knees, inhale, hop or step feet to hands, exhale, fold forward, inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead, hands press, exhale, release the arms, again like that, inhale, reach up, hands touch, exhale, fold forward, hands to the earth, inhale, Halfway lift, exhale, hop or walk back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog, breathe in. Breathe out, one, inhale. Exhale, two, inhale. Exhale, three, inhale. Exhale, four, inhale. Exhale, five, bend the knees. Inhale, hop, walk, or step forward. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead. Hands press. Exhale, release the arms. Inhale, reach up. Last times like this. Exhale, fold forward over both legs. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, hop or walk back, chaturanga. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha Svanasana. Exhale, Adho Mukha Svanasana. Breathe in. Breathe out. One, separate the feet a little bit wider. Yes, exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Breathe in. Breathe out, four. Inhale, 
Exhale, five, bend the knees. Inhale, hopper, step forward. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead, hands press. Exhale, release the arms. Inhale, hook thumbs, reach arms up and arch back. Exhale, bend the knees, swing the arms behind, lace the hands together, extend arms and legs. Good. Inhale, hands to the floor. Right foot lunge, look forward. Exhale, step back down downward facing dog. Inhale forward to a plank pose. Exhale chaturanga. Inhale upward facing dog. Exhale downward facing dog. Inhale forward to plank pose. Exhale knees, chest and chin to the floor. Inhale slide forward cobra. Exhale tuck the toes, sit back towards the feet, then extend the legs downward dog. Inhale, right foot between the hands. Exhale, left foot follows. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, bend knees, arms behind, lace hands together and fold. Inhale, hands to floor, left foot lunge, look forward. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward to plank pose. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. <laughs> Inhale, forward to plank pose. Exhale, knees, chest, chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward, bhujangasana. Exhale, tuck the toes, sit back towards the feet, then extend the legs, adho mukha. Shonasana. Inhale, left foot steps forward. Exhale, right foot follows. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs. Reach up, arch back. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. I was standing here going, where's Sybil? Did Sybil leave? Did Sybil leave? And then I looked down and there you are. You're not usually on this side of the room. <laughs> Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up. Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the floor. Fold forward. <laughs> Inhale, lift head and chest. Exhale, hop or walk back. Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step right foot forward. Turn the back heel down. Lift up, warrior one. Good. Exhale, hands to the floor. Step into plank and lower chaturanga. Inhale, move forward. Pull the chest forward, point the toes. Exhale, go back. Inhale, left foot forward, right heel down. Reach up, warrior one. Exhale, hands to the floor. Step back and lower chaturanga up. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Let's do that again, both sides. Inhale, right foot steps forward. Reach up, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, hands to the floor. Step back, lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, left foot forward, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, hands to the earth. Step back, chaturanga. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha Shonasana. Exhale, Adho Mukha Shonasana. Breathe, inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, bend knees. Inhale, hopper, step feet to hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend knees, reach arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Bring the hands to the waist. Step the feet or hop the feet about five or six inches apart. 
and parallel, so all 10 toes face forward. Inhale, lift the chest, shrug the shoulders up and back and squeeze your elbows towards each other behind the back. Exhale, fold forward over both legs. Reach down and grab hold of the big toes with the peace sign fingers of each hand. Inhale a breath, look forward, lengthen the sides of the waist there. And then keep some of that length as you exhale, fold forward over the legs. Crown of head reaches down towards the floor. Oh, unless you, <laughs> I know what you're doing. Exhale two, <laughs> inhale, exhale three, inhale. Exhale for four. Inhale. Exhale. Five. Inhale. Lift head and chest. Slide the palms of the hands underneath the soles of the feet. And exhale. Fold forward. Crown of head moves down towards the earth. One. Inhale. Exhale. Two. Inhale. Exhale. Three. Inhale. Exhale. Four. Inhale, exhale, five. Inhale, lift head and chest, look forward. Release the hands out from under there. Step the feet about, mat width distance apart. Exhale, bend the knees. And come into a nice deep squatting position, hands together at the center of the chest. Now, this time, you're gonna reach the left arm out in front of the left leg. Right arm reaches up and back behind you. Gaze towards the right hand. Now you can either stay like this with the arms open or wrap the left arm around the front of the left leg and clasp the hands together for a bind. Inhale, exhale. Now try to even out the weight between the two feet, even though the body is headed over towards the left side. You gotta press the right foot down even harder. Inhale, open out the arms if the hands are connected. Exhale, come back to the center. Good. Right side, reach the right arm in front of the right leg. Left arm reaches up and back. Either keep the arms opening like this or connect the hands around behind the back. Exhale, one. Inhale, oh, so close. Exhale, two, yes, there they are. Inhale. <laughs> Exhale, three, hey, it's got to start somewhere. Right hand to the floor, left arm reaches up. Exhale, hands together at the center of the chest. Bring your hands onto the floor and raise your hips up as you extend the legs, fold forward. Let the head hang down for a moment. Now walk the feet about halfway closer from where they are now. So feet are again about hip width distance apart or so. Then walk the hands six or eight inches out in front of the feet, even if you have to lean forward into the hands to do it. Simultaneously lift your heels high as you bend your knees. Touch the knees to the backs of the upper arms, hands wider. <laughs> and, then, and then touching the knees to the backs of the upper arms. See if you can lift into crow pose, bakasana. You knew we were gonna do crow pose, right? Yes. Predictable. No. <laughs> Good. Shift the weight forward into the hands. The more weight you shift forward into the hands, the lighter the feet will lift, the feel, sorry. And then once the feet start to feel light, you might be able to lift one foot or perhaps both feet up off the floor. And then rest the feet down on the floor, sit on the floor, and lay down on your back. Shortest Chiva Mukti class ever. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> we're, not, we're not through yet, but you will get a rest at the end. No, but I want to try this from a different direction. Often, often we can bring more understanding to different poses by looking at them from different angles. So reach the arms straight up to the ceiling and uh, extend your wrists back so you're looking at the backs of your hands. Yeah, that's it. Like you're trying to check out your manicure or something like that. Yeah, flex. I mean, technically extend. There you go. Bend both knees into the chest. Both knees into the chest. Now, separate the knees a little bit and try to touch your, upper, uh, your knees to your upper arms. Touch your, no, not by bringing your arms to your knees, but by bringing your knees up to your arms. Bring your knees up to your arms. Lift your butt off the floor and lift your knees to your arms. Now lift your head off the floor, shoulders off the floor. Now press the hands up into the ceiling like you want to push the ceiling away, like you're trying to do a crow pose on the ceiling. Then see if just by using the strength of your abdomen you can slide your knees even higher up towards your armpits. Relax your face. <laughs> and then relax. Ooh. You feel what muscles you have to use? Yes? Where? Yeah, center, middle of the body. Okay, so bend the knees into the chest. Roll forward and backward a few times. Roll up, roll back, roll up. See if you can get the feet to the floor and roll back. Good, see if you can rock all the way forward into a crow pose. <laughs> just give it a try. It's just a, like a play, it could be a, like a playful thing. Yeah, it doesn't have to be so strict and serious. Even though my last name is Stickler, I get it. You might have that impression that this class is going to be very serious. <laughs> Good, bring the feet down to the floor. Uh-huh. Let's try two different things. So, the first thing we'll try is you'll take your bolster, which I put a bolster near everyone. You'll take the bolster and you're going to put it down in front of you, in front of your mat like this. Mm-hmm. Now, your hands are going to go behind the bolster, and look, with the bolster there, it will take away a little bit of that fear factor thing, so that even if, even if you end up tipping a little far forward, you can press your forehead into the bolster, no big deal, okay? So let's try again. It can take away some of that um, anxiety about the crow pose, yeah? Okay, so hands to the floor. Hands to the floor. Wrap the knees around the backs of the upper arms. Shift the weight forward into the hands. Look forward. Look forward. Knees touch the arms. And then, yeah, and then just go forward. Go forward. Because the worst thing that can happen is your head touches a bolster, which is not the worst thing that can happen in life, okay? It's actually pretty good. Charmed life. Charmed life. Okay. Feed to the floor. Yeah. Let's try another thing. And listen, each of, these, each of these experiences is just meant to sort of add to our overall experience and understanding of crow pose. It might be that as we're trying these different things, some of you are like, well, that one, I didn't really get much from that one, but that experience, that really brought some clarity in. So just take them all together as just like part of bringing more awareness and understanding in. So another thing, hang on, don't worry, you'll get another chance to practice crow pose. So here's another situation we're going to try. You're going to take your two blocks and you're going to set them kind of behind where your feet are now. And then actually I'll go ahead and demonstrate this one. 
So my feet, my feet are either in front of or kind of to the sides of the block, whichever feels more comfortable for you. Then as I shift a little bit of weight into my hands, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna step one foot onto the block. I'm gonna step two feet up onto the block. So I'm perched really high up there. One of the things it does is it, is it puts me already in position. So I don't have to move all that much to get into crow because my body is already lifted up away from the floor. In fact, the heaviest part of my body, the legs and the buttocks, is already lifted up, so it's not as much work to kind of get it going. The second thing it does is it really pushes my knees much higher onto my arms than I can get on my own. So in that position, you really don't even need that much movement in order to start to tip the tippy toes right up off the perch there. Okay? Give that one a little try. Blocks are stacked. Good, hands to the floor and then carefully tippy toe onto your blocks. Then I like to walk my hands back in towards me a little bit and then get the knees to touch high up onto the backs of the upper arms, like even up towards the armpits. Yes, and then start, and then it's just a little teensy tiny tipping forward in order to get the toes to kind of lift up off the blocks. Yeah. Uh-huh, good. Yeah, don't worry. Remember the learning process is, you know, it's not always linear. It's sometimes a little bit, you know, messy. Sometimes you have to try things a few times. Yes, <laughs> okay. When you've had just about enough of that, put your, put your blocks to the side and step back to downward facing dog and throw some bolsters around. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> great. Love it. <laughs> all right, inhale, step the right foot forward, warrior one, reach all the way up. Exhale, open hips and arms, warrior two. Inhale, extend right leg. Exhale, reach right for triangle pose. Right hand touches right leg or the floor or a block. Left arm reaches up, exhaling. Breathe in. Breathe out, two. Inhale. Exhale, three, inhale, oh, exhale, four, inhale, exhale, five, inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position, exhale, bend right knee, Virabhadrasana two. If your right knee goes well past your right ankle, then you're going to want to make your stance bigger, longer, move the feet farther away so that you can get the right shin vertical to the floor, two, yeah, knee right over ankle. Three, inhale, exhale, four, breathe in. Can you bend more for me? Breathe out, five, yeah. Inhale, extend the right leg. Exhale, bend the right knee. Place the right hand down outside of the right foot and reach the left arm all the way over the left ear. Extended side angle pose. Good, breathe in. Breathe out one. Try to straighten the left arm a little bit more. Exhale. Press down hard through the outer edge of the left foot. Exhale. Three. That's it. Reach long through the left side of the body for four. Inhale. Exhale. Five. Inhale. Both hands touch the floor. Take a small step closer with the back foot and straighten both legs. Inhale. Head and chest lift. Exhale. Fold forward over right leg. Inhale. Exhale, one, inhale, 
Exhale, two, inhale. Exhale, three, inhale. Exhale, four, inhale. Exhale, five, inhale, bend right knee. Exhale, lower the left knee down to the floor. Inhale, reach the arms up. Get ready to twist. Exhale, hands to prayer, twist to the right side. Hook the left upper arm outside of the right knee. And then tuck the left toes under, start to lift the left knee up away from the floor. Standing spinal twist. Exhale, one. Inhale. Press palms of hands together to deepen the twist. Two. Three. Inhale. Exhale. Four. Inhale. Exhale. Five. Inhale. Touch both hands to the floor. As you exhale, step into the seated spinal twist. So bring the left knee behind right foot. Come to sit down. Inhale. Reach left arm up. Exhale. Twist right side. Inhale. Exhale. One. Good. Try to anchor the right buttock down. So even, sitting evenly on both so, uh, buttocks, two, inhale, exhale, three, inhale, exhale, four, inhale, exhale, good, inhale, turn to face forward, exhale, counter twist, inhale, turn to face forward, stack up the legs for ankle to knee pose, right leg stacks on top of the left leg, or if that's not quite happening, you can stack the right leg in front of the left leg, almost like a cross-legged position. And then exhale, fold forward. Breathe in. Breathe out one. That's it. Inhale. Exhale, two. Just see if you can bring the knees in a little bit closer towards the midline. Three, so that the feet widen. Yes, four. I know it's more awkward, but it's better. <laughs> Five. Inhale, lift all the way upright to a seated position. And then you're going to walk the hands over to the right-hand side of you. You can keep the uh, feet crossed like that. Hands on the right side. Insofar as you can keep both buttocks grounding down into the floor, see if you can move the elbows towards the floor on the outside of the right leg. And you'll notice that the left hip wants to start lifting up, but you're not going to let that happen. In fact, you can even use your hands to push against the floor in order to anchor both sides of your seat more down into the floor. Good. Inhale, lift all the way upright. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, lift up. Cradle the right leg up into the chest. So that can happen a number of ways. One way is to cradle the leg between the elbows. Another way is to scoop up underneath. All right. All right. Rock back and forth. Get it out of your system. <sighs> Get it out of your system. And then let's do something else. <laughs> Sit forward. Sit a little taller. Pull your chest towards your leg and your leg towards your chest. Then, imagine that you want to kick the right leg forward through the arms, but you're not going to actually let the leg move. So, you're using the strength of your leg to kick forward into the arms, but the arms are resisting. Does that make sense? Okay, because you, you all look way too calm to be doing the action I'm describing. It's really intense when you do it, yeah? Is it intense? Okay, okay, intense. Those are some intense faces. Okay, no, I'm just Okay, so relax the, the action of the leg and pull your leg in even closer than you had it before. Hold the leg in that new spot you just made and kick your leg forward against your arm. Kick your leg forward against your arm. Kick your leg forward against your arm. 
cool as a cucumber, all of y'all. That's good. That means the yoga is working. <laughs> okay, relax the work of the leg and pull it in even closer. Good. I know. Release both legs. Bend the knees into the chest. Cross the ankles, right ankle over the left ankle. Press the hands down into the floor. Lift up whatever can lift up. Maybe your butt lifts up. Maybe your feet lift up. Maybe both. And then make your way back to Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. And exhale, downward dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward. Reach arms overhead. Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, open to the side. Inhale, straighten left knee. Exhale, reach to the left. Trikonasana. Inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, lift all the way upright. Exhale, bend left knee. Now, uh, it's quite likely that you'll need to take the feet further apart from one another. You'll be able to tell because the left knee will go way past the ankle when you bend it. Then take the feet a little bit wider and then bend the left knee all the way over the left ankle so that the left shin is vertical to the floor. Both arms parallel to the floor. Two, good. Three, keep everything the same. Lift the center of the chest. Four. With an inhale, straighten the left leg. Exhale, bend left knee. Place left hand outside of left foot. Reach right arm over right ear, extended side angle. Good. Anchor the outer edge of the right foot down strongly into the mat. And then as you press the right foot down strongly, uh, does that allow you to reach the right arm even longer towards the window side of the room? Four. Five. Inhale, both hands to the floor. Take a step closer with the back foot. Start to straighten both legs. Inhale, head and chest lift. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in. Breathe out. One. Inhale. Exhale. Two. Inhale. Exhale. Three. Inhale. Exhale. Four. Inhale. And exhale, five. Inhale, bend left knee. Exhale, lower the right knee to touch the floor. Inhale, reach the arms up. Get ready to twist. Exhale, hands to prayer. Twist to the left side. Hook the right upper arm outside of left knee. Then when you're ready, you have the option of tucking the right toes under and lifting the right knee away from the floor. One, inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Try to straighten the back knee even more. Exhale, four. Lift the outer right corner of the hip higher up. Exhale, five. Inhale, hands to the floor. Exhale, tuck the right knee behind left foot. Come to sit down. Inhale, right arm reaches. Exhale, twist left. Ardha Matsyandrasana. Inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three, inhale. Exhale, four, inhale. And exhale, five. Inhale, turn to face front. Exhale, counter twist. Inhale, turn to face front. Stack up the legs, ankle to knee pose. Flex both feet. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two, inhale. 
Exhale, three, inhale. Exhale, four, inhale. And exhale, inhale, lift all the way upright to a seated position. Walk both hands over to the left side. Now you have, you can stay up on the hands or you can start to move towards bringing the elbows to the floor or anywhere in between. And push the hands into the floor in order to help anchor the right hip down, which sort of wants to, to lift up when you go over to the left there. Two, three. Inhale, lift upright. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, lift up. Cradle the left leg up into the chest. So again, a couple of ways you could do that. Hold it between the elbows or scoop up under it. Or yeah, holding one knee and one foot, each with one hand, those, that's also great. Flex the left foot. S yeah, rock a little bit. Okay, then stop. <laughs> Lean a little bit forward. <laughs> Lift up taller. Pull your chest forward towards your leg. Now hold your left leg in position. Don't let it actually literally move, but kick the left leg forward against the arms and the arms resist. Keep that action happening in the body. Hard work on the left leg to try to kick the leg forward, but you're not letting it actually move. And then relax the leg and pull it in even closer. Keep the leg in that new place you just made. Kick the leg forward against the arms, but the arms resist. Keep kicking the leg forward with all your left leg strength, but the arms resist. <laughs> and then relax the work of the leg and pull it in even closer. Okay, release that. Bend both knees into the chest, cross the ankles. Press the hands down into the floor, lift up whatever will lift up even if only your thoughts lift up. And then make your way back to Chaturanga. Upward facing dog and downward facing dog. Inhale, lift the right leg up and back behind you. Exhale, bring your right knee all the way up towards your nose, right knee to nose. Inhale, right leg reaches up and back, down dog splits. Exhale, knee towards your nose. Inhale, down dog splits. Exhale, knee to nose. Pause there. Look at your hands. And then you're going to set the right knee to the floor behind the right hand and move the right foot a little to the left so that the right lower leg is at a little bit of an angle. Mm. Perfection. Okay, walk the hands, walk the hands either side of the waist. Lift up tall. Yep. You could come up onto fingertips or you could even have the hands on blocks if it feels challenging to reach the floor. Yeah, walk the hands either side of your hips all the way back here. All the way back here. Yes, fingertips or blocks now. Lift the chest, lift the trunk. Now, Similar to that action that we, that we were kicking the leg forward against the arms a moment ago. We're going to work with that same action, but now we're going to kick the leg into the floor. So take your right foot and lower leg and kick it forward and down into the floor like you're trying to kick right through the floor. Then tuck the left toes under, lift the left knee away from the floor. Reach the left foot back as strongly as you're kicking the, left, the right foot forward. Just by kicking your feet in both directions, see if you can use the strength of your legs to try to balance. One hand on your waist, maybe two hands on your waist. 
That's it. And then use the strength of your legs to try to lift the hips three inches higher up away from the floor, especially if you're flexible. Hold for 75 breaths. No, just kidding. <laughs> Fold forward. <laughs> you're like, I want the sock thing back. Let's do the sock thing. It was better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, walk the hands back under the shoulders. Step all the way back, downward facing dog. Inhale, reach uh, left leg up and back, down dog split. Exhale, left knee towards nose. Inhale, reach up and back. Exhale, knee to nose. Inhale, reach up and back. Exhale, knee to nose. Pause there, hover. Look at your hands and then set your left knee behind your left wrist and swing the left foot a little to the right so that your lower leg is at a bit of an angle. <clears throat> Walk the right foot back and untuck the right toes for a moment. Walk the hands back on either side of the waist. The hands could be on fingertips, the hands could be on blocks, but have the hands on either side of the waist. Lift the trunk, lift the chest. Good. Now, kick the left leg forward and down against the floor super hard. So you're using all of those strong left leg muscles to kick the left leg into the floor. Then tuck the right toes under, lift the right knee away from the floor. Kick the right foot back as strongly as you're kicking the left foot forward. So just by kicking the feet equally in opposite directions, see if you can bring a balance, one or perhaps both hands onto your waist. And then especially if you're very, very flexible, lift up three inches taller. Yes, I know, it's, it's wild, right? And fold forward, yeah. Don't, don't assume that flexible people have it easier in yoga class, okay? Actually, flexible people have to work very hard in ways that the rest of us can't imagine. <laughs> okay, walk the hands back under the shoulders and step back, downward facing dog. Okay, bend the knees and look forward. Hop or step the feet up to the hands and exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, cross your right ankle over your left leg. So you're making like a figure four with the legs, right over left. Uh, flex the right foot. Then sit lower, drag your seat towards the back of the room as you reach the arms forward towards the front of the room. Now. Bend both of your elbows and try to touch the upper arms onto the front leg there. Both of the tricep areas onto the front leg. Then lean a little bit forward, bend your standing knee and see if you can get your hands down to the floor. Hands to the floor. That's it. Now, kicking your right shin forward against your arms, see if you can lift the left foot up off the floor. And then see if you can extend the left leg back by reaching the le right leg forward. Okay, pause. <laughs> Take a break. You deserve it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's, um, let's do this. Let's set up again with the bolster in the, in the front part of your mat. And then set up with your two blocks, but on the lowest setting there, on the lowest setting. 
So it can be, um, in this pose, it can be difficult to bring the hands to the floor. Have your blocks just a little bit wider, Chip. It can be difficult to get the hands to the floor. Watch this. <clears throat> when I'm here, look, when I go to reach the floor, my hands are nowhere near the floor. So I have a couple of options. I can either use blocks, which is what we're going to experience next, or I have to like lean way forward in order to grab the floor, yeah? So with the blocks there, that makes up the distance between the hands and the feet. You might still have to lean a little bit forward into it, which can be scary. So just acknowledging that, uh, you know, that there might be a little bit of fear that comes up. Then the next step is to lean forward into the hands and bend the elbows a little bit. Bend the elbows so that you can catch the leg on the upper arms. Now, even though you won't be able to see the next action because it's happening inside my body, it's that same action we've been working on the whole class of kicking the leg forward against the arms or kicking the leg forward against the floor. So I'm kicking my front leg so strongly forward into my arms that that's actually what allows me to reach the other leg up and back. So you, you won't be able to, you won't be able to see the movement happening, but it's very much happening inside the body. Okay, so try to recreate that same movement inside the leg. Great, let's try. No, there is no try. There's only do. Let's do. <laughs> okay, bend the knees. Reach the arms up. Right leg again. Cross the right ankle over the left leg. Touch the upper arms onto the leg. Make contact between both arms. Otherwise, not much else will happen here. Then reach down, press the hands into the blocks, and then don't worry, your bolster is there. You could even purposefully put your head on the bolster in order to work everything else out. Yeah, and then by kicking the right leg forward against the arms, see if you can extend the left leg up and back. Uh, it's just a little bit more hip flexion, uh, hip mobility, Chip. It's just a little bit of hip rotation, but you'll, you'll get it, it's coming. Good, okay. Uh, okay, uh, I don't know, we're all in different places, so just stand up again, <laughs> wherever you are. <laughs> Everyone's doing a different thing. Good, and remember, uh, remember uh, progress comes in many forms. Sometimes progress is, is just a matter of like, oh, now I understand something even if I can't put it in the physical body yet. Sometimes it, progress is you moved a millimeter closer to the pose, right? So sometimes progress isn't always that obvious because it's coming in these little imperceptible steps over time, okay? That was my pep talk. Now, left side, <laughs> feet together, bend knees, reach arms up. Cross left ankle over right leg. Figure four shape. Reach the arms forward, sit back. Then touch the upper arms onto the left leg. Then lean a little bit forward, hands to the blocks. Good, bend the elbows a little bit and kick your left leg strongly into your two arms. See if the right toes can start to feel lighter against the floor. Oh yes, oh good. And if the toes are starting to feel lighter off the floor, then extend right leg straight back, flying crow variation. Two. <laughs> Three, yeah, beautiful. Four, five, okay. Wherever you are, 
Oh, yeah, that was it. Okay, wherever you are, stand up again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everyone was in different state, states of things. Move the blocks off to the side. Move the bolsters off to the side. <clears throat> Feet together, legs together. Inhale, reach the arms up. Exhale, fold forward over both legs. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, hop or walk back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing. Now, lift high up onto the balls of the feet. Bend the knees, look way past the arms, and hop all the way through to sit down. And straighten the legs forward. Never been so happy to sit down. No, <laughs> flex the feet. Fold forward, Paschimottanasana. Seated forward, fold. One, two, three. Have all ten toes reaching up to the ceiling. Pr um, press the backs of the knees down like you want to make the space behind the knees smaller. Yeah. Lift all the way upright to a seated position. Bend the right knee into the chest. Open the right knee out to the side and fold forward, Janyu Shirshasana. Inhaling, lift upright. Bring the right knee up into the chest. Scoot the right foot a little bit to the right, and then pull your heel in as close to your buttocks as you can. So it's like you're trying to fold the right leg in towards the body. Now, we're going to do something kind of odd. You're going to take both hands over towards the left side of your body. Then start to walk the hands away from you, Walk the hands away, almost like you're trying to reach your chest towards the floor. You can lean strongly into the left leg and reach your arms away. You might have to even reach your arms so far that you touch a stranger's yoga mat. Yuck. No. <laughs> Go, reach, reach. Get, yeah, load up that left leg with some weight. Now, here's the strange part. You're going to walk the hands, try to stay low to the ground, walk the hands around in a semicircle towards the left leg, stay low, yeah, <laughs> and then see if you can reach the right arm around the front of the right leg for Marichasana. I know, it's an unusual way to come into it, but it's kind of handy. And then fold forward, one. Good, if the hands don't connect yet, bring the hands to the floor. That's it. And then push the floor with the hands to bring yourself forward. Yes, that's it. Hands to the floor, push. Yes. Good, lift all the way upright. Extend right leg forward. Bend left knee into chest. Open left knee out to the side. Exhale, fold forward.
Great. Lifting on up to a seated position. Bring the left knee into the chest. Scoot the left foot a little to the side so you have some space between left foot and right leg. And then pull your shin and your foot even closer in towards your body. Now, both hands over to the right side. Walk the hands away from the body. Lean some weight into the right leg almost like you're trying to bring the chest towards the floor. You can really exaggerate and walk the hands pretty far out there. Yep. Then you're going to stay kind of low and walk yourself all the way around towards the extended leg for Marichasana. Wrap left arm around front of left leg. Clasp the hands, take a bind. If a bind is not quite coming together today, then bring the hands down onto the floor, and by pushing your hands into the floor, pull yourself forward towards your extended leg. Flex right toes up towards the ceiling. Yes. <laughs> Good. Lift all the way upright. Release the bind. Extend left leg forward. Both feet to the floor. Separate the feet, hands behind you, fingertips pointing forward. Inhale, lift up, tabletop. Exhale, head goes back. One, two, three, four, five. Good. Seat to floor, and then make your way into a child's pose. Swing the legs around behind. Preparing now for headstand, Shirshasana. Reach the arms forward. Interlace the hands together. Place the head on the floor behind the hands and tuck the feet under. Lift the knees away from the floor, extending the legs so that you're in like a downward dog shape, but you happen to have your head on the floor. And then you can either keep your feet on the floor. In fact, if this shape is newer for your body, keeping the feet on the floor is a great idea. If you have a bit more experience, you could bend one knee into the chest. And maybe you want to leave one foot on the floor today. That's fine. You could keep switching between the feet when you get tired. Or you can bend both knees into the chest and unfold the legs into Salamba Shirshasana. So, good. Head to the floor. Straighten both legs. Yep. That's it. Now. What I would suggest is bend one knee into the chest rather than go, trying to go up, yeah? And then squeeze the leg as close to the body as you can. Do you feel the other toes getting lighter? Practice that. When you get tired of this leg, go to the other leg and try it, okay? Yes. I think you're a bit high on your head. What if you come, what if you come closer to the, almost the hairline touching the floor? Yep. Then tuck your toes under. Because when you lift your knees, you're automatically going to roll the head a little bit. Now, bend one knee in. Just one. Squeeze it in close. Even squeeze your foot towards your buttocks. That's it. Don't do anything else. Keep that foot on the floor, but feel how that foot starts to get lighter as you squeeze in. Yes. And then when you get tired of holding that leg, switch legs.
Good. We're we're in it for a little over a minute left. So um, come into some form of headstand. Uh, so both feet could be on the floor. One foot could be on the floor, but. Uh, Bring, bring the heart over the head so that we're still uh, in an inverted shape for the next minute or so. Mm -hmm. Super. And slowly start to make your way into child's pose. Reach the arms forward, tuck the toes under, lift up and back, downward facing dog. Adho Mukha Shonasana. Inhale, come forward into a plank pose. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha Shonasana. Exhale, Adho Mukha Shonasana. Inhale, plank pose. Exhale, knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into Cobra. Exhale, release forehead down to the floor. Arms alongside the body. Palms of the hands face the ceiling. Inhale, lift head, chest, legs. Shalabhasana. One, two, three, four. Good. Exhale, slowly release down. Bend knees, catch the ankles, inhale, lift up, head, chest, knees, Don your asana. Exhale, release down. Bend knees, catch ankles, inhale, lift on up, head, chest, knees. One, two, three, four. Exhale, release on down. Roll all the way over onto the back. Bring the feet to the floor. Separate the feet, move the heels closer in towards you. And then lift the hips, lower back, middle back, upper back away from the floor. Clasp hands behind and extend arms along floor. 
separate the hands, release the back down onto the floor. Now, of course, you can continue with half wheel. Otherwise, we're going to be moving into three wheels, five breaths each. So place the hands and feet in position. Inhaling, lift up, Urdhva Dhanurasana, first time. Five breaths. One, two, It doesn't do any good if you don't parallel your feet. <laughs> Exhale, come down. Second time, place hands and feet. Inhale, lift up. Yeah, touch the block with the feet. That's good. Chin to the chest. Come down. Third time's a charm. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Hands to the floor. Lift up. Urdhva Dhanurasana. Third time. chin to chest and release down and hug the knees into the body. Let the head and shoulders rest down. Let the uh, pelvis and the hips rest down. And then you can, you can take a little space between the knees to make a little room for your body, right? It's not always easy to pull the knees in when the legs are all the way together. Yeah. Yay. Squish. <laughs> yeah, right? It's one of my favorite assists. Squish. You get to feel it too. Yay. Bring both knees over to the left side. Look over the right shoulder. Twist. Yep. And bring your knees all the way down, even if the shoulder comes up. Yeah? That's it. Bring the knees up into the chest. And then go the other way. Knees to the right. Look over the left shoulder. Move the knees just a touch higher. Bring the knees up to the center. Bring the feet to the floor and open the knees to the sides, feet together for Supta Baddha Konasana. Now you can stay just like this in Supta Baddha Konasana or you can come up into your shoulder stand practice, Salamba Sarvangasana. If you're not sure how to get started with your shoulder stand, let me know. Or if you're not sure, like, which one to do, whether to do Supta Padakonasana or shoulder stand, I, we can, I can talk you through that decision. I'm very opinionated. 
If you're in shoulder stand, start to come into plow pose, halasana. Slowly start to roll down. <clears throat> if you were shoulder standing, come into fish pose, matsyasana, crown of the head to the floor. And then chin to the chest, release down, set up for Shavasana. And hey, since we have the bolsters around, you could slide your bolster behind your knees as you lay down on the back. And then draping the legs right over the top of the bolster, separate the feet a little bit wider, let the feet roll open to the sides, legs relax. Arms a little bit further away from the sides of the body and turn the palms of the hands up to face the ceiling. choice on this side? Are you lifting it for some reason? Oh, let's take this away. <laughs> Start to let the body settle down and become still. No more effortful breathing. Let the breath return to a resting pace.
Let the next inhale be a bit fuller. Next exhale a bit deeper. Follow that with a couple more deeper, fuller breaths. And then regular breathing. Start to move the fingers and the toes. Stretch the arms long overhead and reach the feet in the other direction. And let it go. And then gather the knees into the body. Roll towards the right hand side. And come on up to a seated position. Setting up, setting up for meditation practice. You can sit up on your blankets, your bolster, blocks, some combination. Legs don't have to be crossed. If that's, um, if that's going to lead to discomfort, then you could extend the legs out or you could bend the knees behind. Sit up a little taller, balance the head and the neck straight. Pull the upper arm bones back slightly so that the chest can open. And then see that that didn't bring some tension into the back. So if moving, if in moving the arms, you accidentally brought a little bit of tension into the back, try to lengthen the lower back and let it go. See that there isn't any tension in the belly. Soften the belly. Be still. And start to turn the attention inwards. Focusing on the breath. When you notice the mind is distracted, either caught up in thinking or uh, listening to sounds or something like that, bring it back to the breath.
And just in these last few moments of meditation practice, as you feel the breath moving in the body, see if the feeling of the breath, of the movement of the breath, see if that feeling can give rise to that sense that the breath is something that you share with all other beings on this planet. Every, every being breathes, human beings, animal beings, bird beings, even the fish beings, even though they don't breathe quite the same as us, but they still nonetheless breathe. The trees breathe. All of life breathes. Everyone wants to be happy and free from pain and suffering. dedicate my practice to that freedom and happiness for all beings, all beings with whom I share this breath. Oh. 